What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Keenan, I'm really sorry, man. I, I wish I had a better excuse. I just, I've got problems with pussy. And run the thing. This is Real Buzz Takes with the Real Buzz Crew. Come on, player, you know how we do. Pull up a chair, crack open a brew. Review your favorite movies and we keep it cool. Ridiculous reels and a six pack of boats. So get comfy, raise your glass and let's toast. Ridiculous reels and a six pack of boats. So get comfy, raise your glass and let's toast. This is Real Buzz Takes with the Real Buzz Crew. Come on, pimpin', you know how we do This is Real Buzz Takes with the Real Buzz Crew Come on, pimpin', you know how we do Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzzed Crew, a uh, COVID Buzzed Crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. I'm Real Buzz Rob. I am the law! I am the law! You betray the law! <laughs> and to my adjacent, we have Keenan, aka Keenan the Cannibal, aka Cannabis Keenan, aka Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. You play with your balls a lot. Larry Bird doesn't do as much ball handling in one night as you do in an hour. <laughs> That's fair. And um, obviously, Caitlin and Calvin are still out. So let's uh, go ahead and get this party started. Yeah, let's fucking rage. The film we will be reviewing today is uh, Showgirls, and its release date was September 22nd, 1995, directed by uh, Paul Verhoeven, uh, or if he he actually um, is credited as Jan Jansen on the TV version. I don't know why. There's a TV version? Yeah, I was surprised too. I don't know how. they. I, apparently, they, the, they didn't cut the scenes where there was nudity. They just blurred it out. I guess that's the only I mean, way you, you, can you get couldn't it. have yeah. a film without the nudity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so before this, he's known for directing Total Recall, RoboCop, and Basic Instinct. What? Yeah. And then after this, he uh, is most notably well, he's no, known for directing Starship Troopers and Hollow Man. All right. Well, shit. I, I mean, none of those movies are like fantastic movies, but they're all like notable movies. I mean, Total Recall is pretty they're, good, I guess. But they're decent movies yeah, they're I'm, movies i've watched and i would watch again this one i will never even i won't even look at the cover of this movie again yeah this was a complete waste of time this was definitely the worst movie we've done last week was close with the nothing but trouble but this by far i'll is, watch nothing but trouble a hundred times again yeah, before i watch this fucking thing yeah absolutely but uh, anyway so I, I i'm surprised that guy he's uh, known for doing some good stuff yeah and uh yeah this he really swung and missed on this one this huge piece of garbage right in the middle just a huge dud yeah all right, moving on. Cast of this movie, Elizabeth Berkley as Nomi Malone, Kyle MacLachlan as Zach Carey, Gina Gershon as Crystal Connors, and Glenn Plummer as James Smith. 
Yeah, that guy, that James Smith, that Glenn Plummer. I didn't look him up, but I've definitely I recognize him from he, others. So. He's in a lot of yeah. He was in a lot of movies in the '90s. He still yeah. he actually he has a lot of credits. He has like 145 credits on IMDb. Yeah that, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's done a lot of. He's the kind of guy that if he gets a job, he's going to do it. Gets an offer. Yeah. And then shout out to Gina Gershon this time. Now she is making her third appearance on the podcast. Yes, yeah, she is. I wrote that down like halfway through my notes. I realized that I was like, oh shit, I fucked that up on uh, with Juliana Margulies. Yep. But yeah. So uh, shout out Gina Gershon, third time's a charm. Elizabeth Berkeley. Before this, obviously, she only had done work on Saved by the Bell, and this was her first, an interesting first choice for a first feature to like parlay from TV to feature film. I the only thing that I can think of is that she was like, I don't want to be typecast as a child actor or some shit like that. I know they weren't necessarily children; they were like teenagers. But she's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going for it. Did I'm, she have to go straight from child acting to adult filmmaking? Well, it's not necessarily like full-on adult, adult film. I bet they actually fucked in this film. I don't think they simulated it. I bet they actually did it. <laughs> and that pool scene? That was ridiculous. She's flopping around. She's flopping around like a goddamn bass out of water. <laughs> yeah, she's the opposite of a starfish or dead fish. She's like... Overly active. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It, it, flopping all around. She was seizing. Oh like God. She was having a seizure like on his dick. It was weird. <laughs> it's like the wave pool at Oceans of Fun. But yeah, I felt like she, she was like, you know what? Fuck it. Save by the bell. Save this shit. Yeah. After this, obviously, she didn't get cast in a whole lot of shit. Uh, actually, no, her sense. her agent dropped her after this film released. Well, she can't shit. She can't act. I mean, to no. save her life. But I, she's I, I, she was in some stuff I forgot about. So she was in the first Wives Club, Any Given Sunday, where she plays a whore. Uh, go figure. Who is she in Any Given Sunday? Uh, the whore that uh, hangs out with Al Pacino. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, sex worker. <laughs> it's the oldest job um lots of tv work after that uh including you know the new saved by the bell that's being rebooted right now she got got a job in that good for her yeah, yeah. it's like the uh what's that there's a an actual porn star that came out of uh boy meets world and, oh yeah uh, it was sean's girlfriend the redhead yeah it wasn't topanga everyone was hoping it was yeah, gonna be topanga of course but yeah uh so just i mean at least this chick didn't go full-on hardcore porno i guess i mean she was like three. She might as well have though. She was like three degrees acting. away. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't like there was. Ugh. There's a there's a vag lip. Uh, oh yeah, of her. Oh for oh, a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it when you come or came. <laughs> I liked the way your eyes looked. Yeah, it's like okay, weirdo. this is creepy. Don't say that to me, please. Um, Kyle McLaughlin, he's known before this. I would say Twin Peaks. Would yep. be the most notable thing. Uh, he was in the Flintstones, uh, a Twin Peaks TV movie, and then after this, he was. Do you remember who Donald Love was on GTA Three? He was the radio DJ. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, he he was a regular on Sex in the City, Portlandia, the Twin Peaks reboot, How I Met Your Mother, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants Two, and Desperate Housewives. Is Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants Two Sisterhood of the Traveling Shorts? <laughs> I deserve that. But Portlandia, he's the mayor of yep. Portland or whatever. He's pretty funny in that role. So. Gina Gershon. Uh, we did her on a prior pod, so we'll do some fun facts. There's not a lot out there about her, so these are really basic. Uh, she's 5'6 and a quarter, or 1.68 meters tall. She declined to recreate the Sharon Stone crossing leg scene in this film. That Yeah, that checks out. Uh, quoted as to say if she had a choice, she would prefer to be a lesbian. Which I I think it's strange. I don't understand. I know he directed Basic Instinct, but why why would you want to recreate that iconic scene again? Like the reason why it's iconic is because it's from that one movie. 
And how many basic? This came out in '95. Basic Instinct was only like a year or two before this, right? A couple 90, years. '92, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, it's not like it'd been a long enough time. We're like, oh, let's pay homage to this. Like, no, it, this fucking just happened two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe he just loves seeing that pussy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was, that's just a ploy to get actresses <laughs> to show their vaginas on screen. Director trademark. Yeah. Uh, loves. He's got problems with pussy. I, I got problems with pussy. Okay. Uh, Glenn Plummer. Uh, like I said, yeah, had 145 credits. Before this, uh, he's known for films like South Central, Menace to Society. Uh, he was on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Speed, and There's No Place Like Homegirl. <laughs> That's I mean, a great title. I know. I'm interested to see what that one's about. Uh, after this, known for Speed 2, Cruise Control, The Day After Tomorrow, Saw 2, Janky Promoters, and Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. What? They it's, made a sequel? This got a sequel. Well, I guess in the titty game, in the titty movie, Yeah, this was probably a big deal. Yeah. Did it, they take another former teen star? I don't know. I, 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 I didn't, <laughs> didn't, I didn't care. All right, and moving on. Let's do net worths. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. Fuck. Uh, $1.5 million. $6 million. Oh, good for her. So, like, while this did ruin her career, she's not doing terrible. Yeah, she's still got all that Saved by the Bell stuff. Yeah, it's probably where it's mostly from. Comic cons and shit. I bet she makes money doing that. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Twin Peaks just got rebooted too, I think, or like at least got a season. I'm gonna say it, twenty million. It was on Cinemax, um, I think. No, it was on show, like one stars. Of those, stars, one of those. Yeah, um, three million. Fuck. So he, I feel like, has had a better career than Berkeley, but he's worth half as much. So I don't know. I don't know how these figures have it. Yeah, he's not like a, a huge name, but I would recognize him before I recognize her. Yeah. I'd say that. Uh, Gina Gershon. Uh, ten million. Good call. Ten million exactly. Really? Yeah. I, that's got to be drunken recall. Not that I'm drunk, but that's got to be from a previous episode. It was. I think we did do it. I, just, I didn't remember it, though. Uh, I uh, yeah. And Glenn Plummer? Seven. Million? Yeah. 800,000. All right. I know. I feel bad for that guy. I mean, if you 145 credits. I don't credits feel bad for him. And 800, <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. He's got 800K. I don't feel bad for him. I don't know, man. He's done a lot of work for that 800K. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean... It, I mean, I would show up, I would have 140 credits and be fine with 800K. He's made a comfortable living just acting. That's probably, yeah, you're right. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. If we, if we could get a K doing this podcast, I'd be happy, you know. Yeah. To retire you, right you, you and me both. <laughs> uh, so we'll do specs and details. Uh, the runtime on this film was this excruciating, astounding 128 minutes. There's so many times during my notes that I'm like, I'm 10 minutes in. And then I'm like, I, I'm only 20 minutes in. How is there still 45 minutes? How is there still an hour? Like, every time I, like, checked the time in this movie, I, it was unbelievable how much time was left. I did it, like, three times at least. I had to pause and be like, fuck me, I have another half hour of this bullshit. Well, I split it up. I, I got, uh, I started it last night at, like, two in the morning or some shit, and uh, thinking that I'd be able to finish it. But no way. No, it got to be, like, 3.30, and I had to pause it sometimes to take notes and stuff, so... I pause it, and I think I had 58 minutes left this morning to watch, and my God, that was a long hour. It's excruciating. That's through. all I can say. Yeah. Um, the budget was $45 million. It opened up at $8.1 million, and then it grossed, surprisingly, $20.3 million. So, I mean, like, if you if you compare it to Nothing But Trouble, that movie didn't, I mean, that movie was, did, that this movie did much better than that movie. I would rather watch Nothing But Trouble, though. Ten times out of ten. Yeah. Plot keywords. Uh, one, cocaine. Two, gang rape. Three, F word. Four, menstruation. Five, vaginal injury. <laughs> that all seems to check out. Yep. I was like, eh, sure. That adds yeah. up. 
Yeah. I'm on oh. my period. No, you're not. Check what? and see. Dude. Uh, why <laughs> would you? So I, I don't. Weird. I'll take you at your word. I, if, you know, I, I'd rather. If, I got towels. <laughs> oh, dude. His character was nasty. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's a dancer. Um, Taglines. Uh, there was like nine. They all were <laughs> shitty. So I just went with two of them. Uh, sex, seduction, betrayal. That's one. That was this. These are the ones that are tolerable. Uh, the second <laughs> one was this side of Vegas we're never meant to see. Ooh, that one actually is pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I feel like we've seen that side of Vegas in other movies much better. Yeah, done much better. But whatever. Uh, so did you write a tagline? Uh, n- not. I mean, what what did I text you earlier? Yeah, no amount of titties is worth all this bullshit. Yeah, no amount of titties is worth all this bullshit. Because yeah, by the end of the movie, you've seen. Countless. 80 sets of, <laughs> Countless. 80 of boobs. Yes. And it's, you're desensitized to it. And uh, it's just like the act. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not worth it. I guess watch it for the podcast because I got to tell you to do that. <laughs> but uh, don't ever watch it again after that, probably. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a rough watch. Yeah. Uh, I wrote one. It's not great, but I just, it came to me and I was like, I'll write it down and say it. Showgirls, the girls show you far more than you wanted to see. <laughs> oh, that was pretty bad. All right, Keenan, let's hear your canopsis. All right, so uh, go with me on this one a little bit here. Um, hopefully, you've seen the movie Terminator Three, but uh, just just follow me on this if you can. At the start here, I've seen Terminator Three. Go on and walk with me. Uh, so here we go. Nomi Malone is a T-9000 sent from the future to destroy John Connor and his generals in a time before Skynet goes live. Wait, wait that's Terminator 3, which is a shitty movie, but one that is better than Showgirls, a film that actually does star a character named Nomi Malone, and she only displays the emotional depth of that Terminator from the shitty Terminator movie. Anyway, join Nomi as she travels from vague origins back east to Las Vegas, where she quickly becomes a dancer and gets wrapped up in the apparently seedy underworld of Vegas tit shows. After landing a gig at a hotel show, Nomi begins a rivalry with fellow dancer and three-time Real Buzz crew alumnus Gina Gershon as the two showgirls battle it out for the lead spot in the show and for the heart of sad emo boy Kyle McLaughlin in Showgirls. Hey, it might be a big waste of time, but at least you get to see a lot of boobies. Very nice, Keenan. That was a good one. All right. We now have a special segment today. We have uh, guests, co-hosts from another podcast that are that also watch this movie, and we're going to give them a call. All right. On the line, we have the co-host of the It Can't Be That Bad podcast based out of the Bay Area. Please welcome to our show, Christian Baltazar and Alejandro Middleton. Yay, that's us Yay, yay, yay. All right, guys. Uh, we'll get a quick update first. Uh, how's how's your isola- social isolation going? How's COVID-19 season been for you? Uh, it's, been, it's been great. <laughs> Not great, but, but you know what we mean by that. It's been, it's weird. It's super weird. Um, I can't hug my family. And so I just kind of wave, wave at my, I wave at my mom. And that's kind of weird. Um, but everything's, closed down around here uh have to cook things ourselves or like have to order <laughs> to go or delivery from like the the limited open businesses here I've, i broke the rules yesterday and took a drive to san francisco and it was the craziest thing ever because there's like nobody out there it looked like a, like a movie or something 
Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. In the middle of the country, it's not quite as dramatic here. Like we um we have like a lot of things are still kind of open, uh, not non essential stuff, but um it doesn't. It, I don't feel like it's hit us here as badly as it has there. Obviously, it hasn't. But um, you can still drive through and get Taco Bell if you need to. Yeah, uh, you can do that out here. I don't know if I'd advise it, but it, it is still open. <laughs> uh, On top of everything else, yeah. I'll still eat tacos. Exactly. I, I have a park by my house, though, and it's got like caution tape around all like the slides and shit like that, which is kind of eerie to walk around in. So I don't know. It's, it's Same here. Same here. Uh, I live right next to a playground and uh, yeah, uh, caution tape all around it. So that's super weird. Do you guys live together? Are you guys roommates? No, we're just black partners. No, uh, he, he says that all the time. He, he's, no, we're just best friends and we live very close to each other and uh, since we've been seeing each other during this entire time, we're like, yeah, fuck it. So you you guys are the two best friends that anyone ever had? Yeah, pretty much. We have a third best friend um, that likes to chant that, but yeah, we wrote that, that third best friend wrote that stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. So uh, I don't know if this was your guys' first viewing of Showgirls. It was mine, and my God, it was excruciating. Wild. I loved it. I loved every second of it. <laughs> I was screaming. Well, I, I've watched this before as a middle schooler, which is not necessarily advised. Oh, holy shit. Um, yeah, man. This, that, I feel like yeah, if dude. I would have seen this in middle school, I would have had an entirely different opinion. I would have loved this if I would have seen it in middle school, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, even as a middle schooler, I didn't know what was going on. I'm, you know why we were all watching it. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, I had digital cable at the time and it was, I don't know, it was just available. And I didn't realize it was just two hours of softcore porn. Straight up softcore. <laughs> yeah, man. It's medium the, core, maybe. It's my first medium ever core. NC-17 film. I had never seen a movie that was rated NC-17 before this. And I guess there was an R rating that was cut and released to theaters. But then once it was released to uh, video and on demand, uh, eventually it uh, it got an NC-17 version released. And fun fact, this uh, on rentals to date has generated over $100 million in revenue. Yeah, we we uh we heard of that. We uh yeah. right up on that. We gave him twenty bucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is the first time I've ever seen it. It was really, it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. But man, you guys think the doozy. I'm tired of boobs now. I know, like that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, by the end of the film, I was exhausted from the amount of breast I'd seen. I was like, I was all boobed out. It's so normalized there. It's just like those kids. First of all, because the interesting the kids that they bring backstage is the most bonkers scene. Like that little boy was more obsessed about where the monkeys were than yeah. where all the, the boobies were around him. Yeah, and when she tells the little girl shut the fuck up or whatever, the little girl starts crying. <laughs> I, I lost my shit at that. That, that, is, that is hilarious. That, that lady was a real bitch. Like, I, whenever the whenever the lady threw down whatever the little balls from the costume were to make her fall, I was like, I hope this bitch falls. She's a real piece of shit. Those two. Characters oh yeah, are my I was favorite. like. I was confused as to why we were also following their storyline. You know, they just kind of popped up and came back in every once in a while. And you're like, oh, yeah, these guys, these side characters. Well, oh, I, I think it was kind of there to show the progression that Nomi was uh, eventually going to take into resorting to pushing Crystal down the stairs. And then that way, uh, since she didn't tattle on the earlier girl for her move, the the the, uh, the new girl's kind of like, yeah, I won't tattle on you either. You know, no snitching. Yeah, they kind of had each other's backs at the end. Yeah, and uh, everybody, <laughs> yeah, everyone was just bumping ugly. Everybody wanted to bang Nomi. Everyone wanted to bang Nomi. Everyone, can we talk about James? <laughs> this guy came out of the cut, started dancing with her, and said, 
You're a terrible dancer. <laughs> and then they are also, and then she's swooned uh, by him later on. I don't know what the what his deal is. Everyone who offers to teach Nomi how to dance just fucked her. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yep, yep, that's what, yeah. He kind of negged her, hey, right? you want to learn how to dance? Pardon? He, he kind of negged her, right? He just used that neg thing. And then and he's not very nice to the, like, he's supposed to be kind of this character that's supposed to be showing Nomi the, a, a different, better way. But then he's also kind of a piece of shit, too. He's like, hey, bitch, go get me a beer. Like, he's just not a good person. Yeah, dude. One of my notes I wrote down was that every character in this movie does a 180 degree turn at one point in the film. And from like minute one, you start knowing people, and then suddenly you're just like, oh, actually, they're not that person. Yeah. And then it takes this crazy, everyone does. So I woke up and I was just waiting, like, so when the guy from Twin Peaks going to turn? When is the monkey going to turn? When is the guy <laughs> in the truck going to turn? You know? Yeah. I mean, a good example of it is James. At first, James was a, a player, player. He was uh, saying that he was choreographing all these uh, dance routines for these ladies so he'd get in their pants. And then, boom, at the end, he's like, I'm about to have a baby. <laughs> I mean, you could argue James' uh, entire storyline could be cut from this movie because it's way too long anyway, and it, it would, the movie would be, like it's not like he had this story of redemption where he you know choreographed his dance and he put it on stage and it went well. No, it went shitty. Like basically, he he like you said, he just <laughs> he got, got booed off stage. <laughs> he just they got a bitch pregnant. Them. Yeah, got booed off stage. They? Got got hope pregnant. Lost all hope. Yeah, were they writing this as they filmed it? And they're just like, "Oh shit, you know who we haven't gone back to in a while? James. <laughs> we need to finish that storyline up. All right, we're gonna write him off, but we don't want to kill him off. Give him a kid. Give him a kid. The next best thing to death. Yeah, that's how everyone just kind of leaves everyone else's lives. You know, they just oh, my priorities have changed. Strip uh, girlfriend's pregnant. And another kind of scumbag move by James. So, like, if I'm about to get down with a girl and she's like, hey, I'm on my period, I take her word for it. I'm not like, oh, yeah. no, no, you're not. And she's like, check. And then even if she was like, check, I would not call her bluff and actually check. I would just be like, I'm good. If yeah, that guy it- got Corona before anyone else got Corona. <laughs> oh, dude, 100%. He's putting his hands on everything. That's not called Corona what he got. Are you sure? Oh. Dude, it was 94. He could have gotten AIDS. He yeah, says at he one is- point. Everyone's got AIDS. At least that's a shock. I mean, he's getting a UTI or something. He didn't wash his hands afterwards. He kind of just walked her out. <laughs> he touched his doorknob. Red <laughs> germs everywhere. Yeah, free quarantine movie is bonkers. This predicted COVID-19. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> crazy thing. I'll die on that hill. <laughs> no, I would, too. And also, I feel like there's one other scene we really need to address that I, that kind of just, you know, blindsided me. The, the, just the way the scene between Molly and Andrew guy, whoever famous guy was, just escalated so quickly from, hey, baby, I just want to party, to I'm beating the shit out of you and gang raping you with my bodyguards. Like, what the fuck Dude, happened? That, that bootleg Jason Momoa motherfucker is a Fabio <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah, I wrote Fabio. down white Jason Momoa. That's what I wrote down. Damn it. He's just, he's just <laughs> Fabio. No, I did not see Fabio at all. Yeah, I don't know. He was good. He was being romantic. She was down to make out. They could have had a romantic evening. But instead, two dudes came out of the cut, and they started beating the shit out of Again, him. Again, 180 turns. Even in, even in that sense, even in the small characters, his bodyguards, who you think are, like, really bad guys, when when Nomi comes back to, I don't know, like, kill the dude, uh, they're, like, really bad bodyguards. They're just, like, sitting outside the door, unaware that their boss is being killed inside. All right, have a good night. See you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're like, uh, 
when she starts fucking up Andrew Carver, whatever the Fabio Jason Momoa guy, she's like, if you make a fucking noise, I swear I'll kill you. And then she just starts beating the shit out of him, making all kinds of noise herself. It's like, <laughs> how are those bodyguards sitting right outside not hearing that shit? But yeah, my whatever. new my new yeah, name for Nomi is Switchblade Nomi. That's what I'm gonna call her. Also, I yeah, she was a Marvel character uh, during that scene. Just kind of came out of the cut, but so like not smart with it. She kept putting like the like the part where the blade comes out in her mouth, and she kept like playing with it near her face. And it's just like, oh, uh, you don't know what you're doing. Sidebar question: What was on her nipples when um she was about when she was kicking the shit out of him? She had like pink stuff on it, and she was licking it off. Like, I noticed that too. Her, her nipples were like super fucking red or something. I don't know. I she, did, she finally did the ice thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like she. Well, that that part was weird too. It was like she would go to the limit. She'll she'll take off all of her clothes. She'll do whatever you ask her. But then when the guy's like, uh, "You put some ice on your nip," she's like, "No, I'm out." No, that's where she crosses the line. And so weird. And then also like she likes to be like, "Where are you from?" She's like, "That's not important." Like, why not just make something up? Like, what you're doing is far more suspicious than just being like. Hackensack, New Jersey. Like, then people are just like, oh, okay, I've never been there. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> fucking eight. And, like, what's your social security number? Uh, uh I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> one, seven, two. Why didn't they use that to hire her? They could have been like, hey, we can't hire you because you don't have a social security number. Instead of being like, no, <laughs> yeah. we're going to, like, fuck you multiple ways. Speaking of fucking multiple ways, the scene in the pool... Why was she flopping like a dead fish? Why was she flapping her back? Oh my when god! Insane. Yeah, she she's having a seizure. She looked like a bass out of water, and like the it like got the Kyle guy off. Or well, his name was Zach in the movie, but Kyle McLaughlin. He's like, oh, I love this. She looks like she she might need like medical attention. I mean, it does not look normal. Yeah. She, she needs an exorcism or drowning. something for sure. Yeah. She and got for possessed. a guy who like runs a strip club or runs like a showgirl. He like comes really easily at the strip show. Like, oh, he's Tony Moss. Yeah, when he's getting a lap dance, he like blows the clothes. <laughs> oh, that guy in half of it, and like one song, like that's uh, you know. I've, yeah, I've, she was doing the same move. I've gotten lap dances before. I've never even been anywhere n- close to climaxing on with the lap dance. I mean, it's just I it, it, I don't know. But yeah, that guy did it pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know. She. Yeah, maybe he just has hasn't done something in a long time, and he was just super sensitive. Yeah, he's banging that. Yeah. He's banging prima donna. Oh, Crystal, yeah, yeah, Gina Gershon. But I don't know. Crystal, yeah, that, that was Crystal a whole weird scene too. too. Yeah, Chris. she's like hates her in the beginning, and then comes around at the end, and suddenly like, actually, I love you. And it's like, what? This yeah. movie was a two-hour cat fight. I yeah. tried her. Oh, and then her her car. She has no respect for other people's cars. This Nomi chick. She just like jumps on people's cars and like beating people up in front of their cars. Uh, <laughs> in the beginning, when she found out her bag uh, or suitcase was taken, kicking the shit out of She's it. like trying on Molly's car. And Molly gets mad for 10 seconds. Like, hey, like you want to live with me? Yeah. You want to yeah. be my girlfriend, but she, not admit it? The, yeah, they're like about to get in a fight and then Nomi like pukes or some shit. Yeah. Runs into I, the yeah, street. She cries. Yeah, she and then cries all of a sudden, so hard she comes up. they're just best friends. Like, oh yeah, naturally, let's just move in together and then be in love in six weeks or whatever the fuck. Molly is literally the only redeemable character in this film. She's the only character yeah. that is good and the worst fucking thing happens to her. Like, this movie is so dark. <laughs> she did butter. She did you no morals. I tell you what's crazy is how, let me ask you guys, how long do you think the timeline is in this movie? From when she gets to Vegas, when she leaves, how long do you think that was? Years? Months? Six months? That would be uh, Six months, maybe? Yeah, uh, two because- weeks. Because the guy who's leaving in the truck who takes her to Vegas, he's just also leaving Vegas the same day. <laughs> they, they plan yeah. 
This is too coincidental. Yeah, hop in, pard. I thought he called a whore at the beginning, but I, I had subtitle said pard, I guess. But anyway, how did he not recognize it was her at the end, thought. too? How do you forget that crazy-ass yeah, bitch? You should have run her over. Yeah. 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 Well, he didn't realize until she was already in the car. He was like, he didn't realize until she pulled the switchblade out again. And then he's like, oh, I didn't what it was. Yeah. That's so another fun fact is uh, this director wanted to do a sequel called Nomi Does L.A., because she was going to Los Angeles at the end of the film, and obviously no one was going to fund that garbage idea, so it never got made. But I honestly, I'm I'm invested enough. I want to know what the fuck she does in L.A., dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm genuinely interested. I do we know. I do know that they did make a sequel to this movie, an unofficial sequel to this movie, spinoff. They following uh, Penny, the girl that they bring into Robert Davi's strip club, the new oh, girl. Oh, that well, makes who gets sense. Impregnated by James. So, so the sequel is about her, um, but it, I, I, that's about as much as I know. It went straight to, to video. Yeah. I want to say DVD, but I think that they're so old, it went straight to video. It's called uh, it's called Showgirls 2, Pennies, uh, Pennies from Heaven, and it's in um, yeah. James is in that one, too. So James is in that actual film, too, but he's the only other character other than Penny that's in the sequel. Well, I, I hope he's in it, because if he wasn't in it, then he just ditched his baby and his baby <laughs> mama. You don't, th- you don't think he could do show. that? He's totally capable of that. <laughs> No, not James. He redeems himself at that dirty nightclub where he gets booed off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> he has a moment of clarity. <laughs> he comes up with a whole nother dance routine. Actually, yeah. bagging garbage. He's just like, this job sucks. His ne- next dance is I'm a Father by James. <laughs> shit like that. This one's called Prophylactics. Use them. <laughs> Well, oh, hey, goodness. hey guys, listen, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Um, so uh, plug your places, man. Where, where can we find you? Where can we hear you? Uh, what's your socials? Uh, well, we shout from mountaintop, uh, coming near you soon. Um, recently we were just on top of Mount Whitney screaming and they told us to leave. I think next week we're doing Mount Hood. Who's they? <laughs> who, who is the other they on this mountain? <laughs> they, the people, Christian. Don't you remember? <laughs> you can also reach us uh, on the website. We have a website. Yeah. Um, you can check out our website at uh, icbtv.com or you can type the full thing, it can't be that bad.com. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at ICBTV Podcast. Um, and you could listen to us on all listening platforms that's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts, that's Picture. Um, yeah, check us out on YouTube as well. Um, but we're there, we're everywhere. Yeah. Um, you could also follow us individually on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Christian has asthma. Uh, I'm Paul underscore me Jesus, but no one calls him Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey guys, listen, I, I can attest if, if the, to our listeners that your podcast is very funny. It's very well produced and your, uh, Instagram clips particularly are awesome. So go check them out. It can't be that bad. If you love our podcast, you're, def- you're definitely going to love this one. These two are hilarious. They're really great. Go listen. Yeah, I've had you guys' uh, jingle stuck in my head like all week. So uh, thank oh, you guys that's for great. that. That's my, that's my favorite thing to hear. We made that in like 10 seconds. He, uh, Alejandro told me to pick up the ukulele and uh, just play a, a, some chords and like let's just yeah, you know, see, over and over again. Robbie had to do this whole eight-mile thing where he had to go back to his roots <laughs> and write that rap out. Dude, and all that I shit. heard it. So yeah, it, it was a I whole thing it. for I, us. <laughs> I do love you guys' show. I've been listening to it a lot recently. I like the Wolf of Wall Street episode. And also your Waterworld episode is one of my favorite things. Because as a kid, I used to go to Universal Studios and my dad loved the Waterworld show. So we see it every single time. And I had never seen the movie. So watching the the show, I always thought the movie was going to be so much cooler. When I finally saw the movie, I was like, wow, 
Yeah, the show would be way cooler than all the bullshit that ends up you have to deal with in the movie if it was just the stunts, uh, stunts in the show. Yeah, because they're doing it in front of you. You're like, this is awesome. In the movie, you're like, oh, this is uh, yeah, not as cool. <laughs> well, hey, guys. All right, guys. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah no. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Thanks for joining, man. Stay safe, stay healthy. Um, you know, keep social distancing, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon, all right? Sounds good. All, all right. right. All right, bye. Bye. All right, yeah. So I and I I do I will. That's not a, a bullshit plug. These guys are really funny. Their podcast is really good. Definitely go listen to. It can't be that bad, and uh, it's they're they're very good. It can't be that bad, and the song will get stuck in your head. All right, moving on. Time for the real buzz rundown. This is the part of the episode where we go and give each other's notes. What we liked, what we disliked, what we changed, what we wouldn't change. Give me in this might go long. Uh, this episode enjoy might go long. But Keenan, uh, please give me anything. What do you have? Yeah, well, goddamn, I have three fucking pages of notes. Is what I have. I usually, have a page and a half. Usually, I have a, a and I, I've been typing my notes. I got this laptop, so usually I have a word document that's like three quarters of a, a page or so. This one I had a lot to say. I guess uh, single spaced or double spaced. Single space, man. But not a lot of, like, it's not a lot of big lines or anything. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get yeah, through we'll get, it. Yeah, we'll get to it. It'll play start. Yeah, but very first note I have is NC-17, really? We're doing a porn, po- uh, porn pod now, Robbie? <laughs> you finally got your way. Uh, you wanted it to be a gay porn pod, but I guess we'll start with this. This is the... Uh, I'm, I'm easing you into yeah, it, Yeah, this is I'm, breaking down of the barriers there. Um, so, And then I was going to just try to watch the movie, but I had to write, man, this first conversation is pretty bad in the car. And it just starts off horrible. Yeah, so she's sitting there going to Vegas. The guy pulls up. Hey, hey, get in the car, pard. I thought he called her a whore, but he didn't. Um, then he's like, you can sit closer if you want. And she pulls out the knife. And he's chill out. And they almost get in the wreck. And I, right there, I, I wish the car, and this is kind of morbid. But I wish it would have just wrecked and ended the movie right there. Not morbid. I would have just watched. Not morbid at all. That's completely you know, maybe she validated. Maybe she but she's... No, maybe, fuck her. I hope she's dead. Maybe I'd rather watch two hours of her being in a hospital with serious injuries and what's going to happen to her there. Like, at least that's a hospital drama <laughs> compared God. to what this fucking movie was. So, uh, so, In this movie's defense, it didn't. It lets you know immediately what it was and how shitty it was going to be. So if you sat through the next two hours, it's on you. Like with, Within the first five minutes, like, oh, this is awful. This is going to be yeah. really fucking terrible. I, and I, there's no way I would have sat through this had it not been for the podcast. Nope, me either. Um, that being said, listeners, go ahead and sit through the whole movie so you can listen to this whole podcast or just figure out what we're saying from it. But uh, if you prepare yourself enough, you can survive the two hours. But just know going in, it's going to be a long haul. Have some beers with you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't be sober. No. Like this, this morning watching the second half of it was more rough than last night when I was semi intoxicated watching it. Yeah. I, uh, but like you said, the first five minutes, uh, my dad used to have a rule, give it 15 minutes. If it's, if it's not good after 15 <laughs> minutes, then you can leave. He, they, Cause he'd always want to show me movies and I'd be like, I don't want to watch that stupid movie. He'd be like, give it 15 minutes. And usually within 15 minutes, I'd be like, all right, I want to see how it ends. But sometimes if it didn't hook me, I'd be like, I'm out. And I would have got the fuck out of this one because one of my notes is I'm 10 minutes in and I'm already out. <laughs> so 10 minutes and I already hate this and I know yeah. I'm going to hate it so much more by the end. Uh, I said, so then she gets to Vegas and she experiences the highs and lows of gambling in a really short time frame. Like she, she's like, I've never gambled before. He's like, try out the slots. She wins instantly, like hits all the quarters or whatever. Have you tried the silver dollar games? And then she goes and loses all her money. Like the next fucking scene. It's like, oh my God. And I just think, like, I, I can't go back to the days of gambling where they're gambling like pilgrims and they, there's actual quarters falling. How 
fucking inconvenient oh is that? God, it's just like, oh, now they have like these digital tickets that you just give to the cashier and they give you money. Like if I had to yeah. carry a bucket of fucking quarters and like, here's my whole bucket of quarters. And Honestly, like, I'd be more pissed here's off. Here's $5. Than I it's like, <laughs> yeah. God damn it. That's what I'm thinking. Like she won all those quarters, but even in that, that slot, that's got to be like 10 50 or some shit. Like, yeah, that's it, not she won much. like 10 bucks. Yeah. And then loses the 10 bucks and her suitcase. Um, and and that right there should have been a sign for me. I didn't write the note till later on, but nothing in this movie is earned. Like, they, no. they just do a lot of jumps. Like, they, they sh- uh, try to establish something briefly, and then they just resolve it right away, right after that. Or, like, escalate it super quickly. Like, so, and this little segment of her gambling is just a foreshadowing of nothing in this movie being earned. Um but I'll get into that, I guess, as it keeps going on, because my next note is this chick seems like she downed several speedballs and then would go out on set to shoot because she was just fucking out wait, of her mind. Wait, man. Which, oh, you, you're, no oh you're talking about her irrational behavior? Yeah, yeah, like just the way she was. I don't know. She was almost childlike. She or absolutely needed to be medicated. She needed medication. She needed a lot of things. She, she would she was like a fucking her. She would go off like that. Yeah, her highs and her lows. And she'd she'd be like in a oh I'm happy fun loving blah blah blah. Totally bipolar. And then just lose her shit. And maybe if they would have established that as as a motivation for the character, I don't think that was part of the acting though. I think that was just bad acting. Just bad. I don't acting. think that was part of the character. I yeah. think that was just bad acting. So what the fuck? Um, <laughs> and then I go, this is gonna be a hard movie to take notes on. Uh, Nomi is for real a crackhead or like a child. I don't know. I'm ten minutes in. I'm out already. She's highly unstable. Um, then my next note was, I've never been a fan of these Vegas type shows. So this is when the, she first goes in and she's like watching on stage and she's like doing the routine in the crowd or whatever the yeah. fuck. And then I go, well, hold on. I'd be a fan of this one. Cause they pull out all their tits. And then later on in the movie, I'm like, no, I'm not a fan of it. No, even that, I, I felt the same way. Like I, even this, this show topless, I'm still not interested in the topless doesn't even necessarily make sense for the show. It doesn't. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just, just another way some to titties out there, yeah, I guess it's yeah, it's gratuitous. This movie is sexually gratuitous. And I guess I should say now I've never been to Vegas, so I'm sure that are there shows like this in Vegas? There are shows. I d- there. Are, okay. So I know there's all kinds of shows. There are all kinds but, of shows. I've never heard of a, Topless show at a casino. They've got all kinds of strip clubs and shit like that yes, to go to. Tons of strip like clubs. The cheetah. The, the cheetah. cheetah. That was an. Yes. That was. And also, I will say this movie did a much better job of depicting the desperation inside a strip club that striptease did not. <laughs> yeah, striptease uh, definitely. You can raise a child in a strip club. Yeah. This one made it seem probably more accurate to what it's actually like. Oh, this was definitely unfiltered. Uh, they yeah, they didn't make it. Like child friendly at all. all right, while we're talking about striptease, though, uh, one of Nomi's things that she like. Apparently, was trying her, her character's motivation is that she's a dancer, not a private dancer. Yep. In that very first scene, I think she pulls out the knife on the guy because he's like, "You're gonna go be a private one of them private dancers, huh?" And she's like, "Ah, fuck you!" and pulls out the knife. I don't know if that's what it is, but it's definitely in that first scene. And she reacts. She's like, "No, I'm not gonna be doing that." That's what she ends up doing. She's, yep. And even when she is dancing, like what she's trying to get to is a topless stage show. It's not like she wants to be a dancer. No, like it, Demi Moore's stripping was better dancing than her dancing. A hundred percent. The strip routines, I'll just call them routines. The routines Demi Moore did were fantastically better yeah. than the ones in this movie that she did. And it, the, the theme of this movie was pretty much um, once a whore, always a whore, but not in like a literal <laughs> sense, but in a metaphorical sense. It's like, yeah, like Gina Gershon's character's whole intent was to prove that she would she would eventually she would be a whore. And and she did in every in every way imaginable. Uh, anyway, so um, 
Now I can say Gina Gershon is on her third appearance, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I said, uh, based on the way Nomi's dancing at the club, she can't dance because <laughs> when they go to the club, she the first like song, an idiot. She's like having a seizure on the fucking dance floor. Yeah. And that's uh, James, I think, character's name is like, oh, and he even's like, she can't dance. And he tells her, but he really believes that she is a good dancer, I guess. So that ruined that. But uh, what didn't make sense to me is, like, they start dancing. Then she knees him in the balls, and she gets thrown in stripper jail for fucking kneeing the guy in the balls. Like, I, that was a quick fucking jump. And uh, this, after, this movie could never be made after the Me Too movement. Yeah. Well, and then, so then he bails her out of jail. He's like, I bailed you out, bitch. Come on. Let's talk. And she's like, no, fuck you. And she gets in the car, and Molly, who now is her best friend all of a sudden. Six weeks. It's all it took. Yeah. Uh, gives her a ring pop. And that just adds up, like, what the she's fuck? She's a child. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's like a child. A, ah, God damn it. Um, and we kind of talked, we talked about it with the, uh, I can't be that bad guys, but that whole Molly and Nomi relationship and, like, how that got established didn't make any sense to me. No. She's crying on her car. She pukes. Molly then, like, so Nomi runs in the street. Molly saves her from getting hit by a car. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, semi-lesbian lovers. If I'm Molly and I'm in any way intelligent i get as far away from this fucking person as possible yeah. she's highly unstable she's a real bitch well if there was somebody if i came out <laughs> gay uh, out to my car of a rest, outside of a restaurant wherever it is doesn't matter if i come out of my car and somebody's crying on it and uh then i'm like hey get off my car they try to push me and then they puke and run into the street i'm like I'm not fucking with them. I'm not going to invite them to come live with me. What the Absolute, fuck is that? Absolutely not. So I guess Molly's a better person than I am, but I, I still, that whole relationship didn't make any fucking sense to me. No. It, it, well, and again, Molly was, I think this was intentional. Molly was the only redeemable good character and the worst thing happened to her. I said that before. Um, yeah. Uh, I, she was the only, I don't know. That's, it was, th th none of this movie made sense, man. Yeah. Uh, so then I wrote, Nomi's little freakouts are super old and I'm only 26 movie, 26 minutes into this movie. Because anytime anything gets brought up, like she starts off one way in the scene and it, it starts, it ends with her going, fuck you, and freaking out and storming off. Or oh, she's shit. a ticking time bomb. She's ready to explode at any given moment. Yeah, but then all you have to do is offer a ring pop and she's right back to, ah, ha, ha, I'm little Nomi. Yeah, she's fucking, she's literally insane. Uh, I said, where do I volunteer to be the ice bowl guy? I would like that job. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. You know, hey, you want some ice for them nipples? I didn't actually, I looked this up based off of just the pure um, sexuality in this movie. Uh, was Harvey Weinstein a producer on this film? This seems like a real <laughs> Harvey Weinstein kind of movie. Yeah. You're not going to get a job back here again, even if you do give me a blow job. That's a Robert Dobby yeah. said. If you want to, if you want to last more than two weeks, you'll give me a blowjob. Yeah. God damn it. But God. even even when he's like he's the scumbag strip club owner or whatever, he's like not doing a very good job of being a scumbag. And Robert Dobby's a decent actor. Like I've seen him in some stuff where he's much better than he is in this. I guess he's one of the. It's I think I think better this, actors in this. And you that's can, not saying much. You can blame the material in this instance. He didn't have a lot to work with. Yeah. Yeah, but that, so her whole, I guess, arc from starting off at the Cheetah to where she's got to work up to be a real dancer and goddess or whatever, and uh, it just, it, it all happened so fast that it seemed really unfounded to me. I don't know, the yeah. whole thing, it, it, they didn't establish anything enough to make anything feel earned at all. Well, so. Gina Gershon's character arc is very strange, it doesn't make sense, because they, they're, they have this contentious relationship, but she goes out of her way to help her and make sure that she gets the opportunities she needs to be successful. Yeah. And uh, I think 
I mean, they kind of established this, kind of not. I think she's bisexual and she wants to have sex with Nomi. I, yeah, because uh, Kyle McLaughlin says, are you just are you mad because I fucked you first, or are you yeah, just jealous? Yeah, because I beat you to the punch. Beat you to the punch. And, uh, so, and then they had that very uh, graphic kiss at the end of the film. Uh, yeah. Anytime Naomi, Naomi kisses in this movie, the tongue, it's like really zoomed in the lips, like her and uh, James, too, and the that tongue was, action. It was gross. Like, it, God damn. It's very, <laughs> like, that was that was a pornographic kiss. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's absolutely porn star kissing right there. And it's, oh, man, if I were a person, if I were a black person, I would not be happy the way that this this character, James, is written, that the way black people are portrayed in this movie, because it's not very kind. What, that they're dancers? No, 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 no. That, you know, he does that whole stereotypical, hey, bitch, give me a beer. Oh, yeah. It's just his treatment of women is, it's not great. Like, and he's supposed to be the good guy. (laughs) Like, if he was supposed to be a scumbag, I get it, great. But he was supposed to be this kind of character that was somewhat decent, and he treated women like shit. Well, he was supposed to be a scumbag for part of the movie, though, too. That's the thing. They couldn't commit to what, if he was supposed to be good or not, because he ends up scumbagging on her. It was confusing. Yeah, it's all confusing. So he that's her love interest for a little bit there. See some hope. I'm going to put you in this dance. For about do this seven dance. and a half minutes before yeah. he fucks someone else and gets him pregnant. Yep, yeah, but she was on the rag, so they almost hook up. She was on the rag, so he <laughs> Dude, can't do it. She dodged a bullet there. Yeah, but then what's like the next night she goes back to his house and he's already fucking hope. And then like two weeks later, she's pregnant. She's got a kid, whatever. Just feeding her the exact same lines. Like, I wrote a dance for you, baby. You can dance, baby. <laughs> she can't dance. Let me grab them titties. I did write down, there's a whole lot of titty grabbing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Every time one's out, somebody's grabbing it. They're following after your cousin's uh, footsteps there. Jesus Christ. Nobody's sucking on them, though. But anyway, well, actually, there are some there are some titty sucks going on yeah, in this no, movie, Yeah, no, Kyle too. McLaughlin gets some, gets some titty sucking yeah, action in the pool scene. So does Andrew Carver, the... Uh, the oh, guy at the end of the movie. Does. That's yeah. right. Yeah, there's some there's some licking going on, some licking and some sucking. Uh, Versace Versace. I I thought that was you know stupid. Uh, like it. It was just making that yeah. joke. Making that joke. Uh, Versace Versace Versace. Um. So at at some point in the middle of this movie, or I don't really know what time in the movie it is because the movie just kind of keeps going on. But I wrote, is she going to end up being like a robot or an alien or something? Because she just shows no fucking emotional depth. And anytime anything's brought up to her, she like goes unhinged and all this stuff. And that's why in the canopsis, I did the Terminator three line because she she reminded me of the T 9,000 in that movie. Who's the female Terminator. Yeah. She almost seems alien. Like in the fact that this is the way people think human emotions would be imitated. Yeah, it's like it's like this is what humans normal humans would act like, and then yeah. it's just like no, this is that's way 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 wrong. Like the um, in Mars Attacks, the uh, alien that goes into the White House is almost better at being a human than fucking Numi is. Yeah. Also, I hate the name fucking Numi. Nomi. 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 It's Naomi. A- just put an A in there. Name her Naomi, yeah, please, don't, for don't, the love of God. Don't, I mean. Don't be a piece of shit and just go, Naomi. Naomi. I mean, we're not children. We can say Naomi. And also... <laughs> we can say... Yeah, because little kids can't, though. Fuck kids. They're stupid. Naomi. Hey, Naomi. <laughs> well, and her... Okay, so she defends that. It's like, why did your parents say me Naomi? My parents were Italian. Is that a fucking Italian name? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot that. It's at the very beginning of the movie. So you're going to go get some of that Italian money? Oh, fuck. Some of that mafia, mafia money? Some of that yeah. mafia money? God damn it. I forgot about that part. Yeah, stupid. Oh, you already know me. Uh, um, and then I wrote down uh, Kyle McLaughlin's hair is douchey, super douchey. His, I wrote that down too. His haircut bugged the fuck out of me. Yeah, it was like, dude, 
you wouldn't have to swoosh your hair out of your eyes so much if you just cut it like a fucking human. <laughs> yeah, and it stays that way the whole movie. I was hoping eventually you'd put a pin in it or some yeah, shit. Yeah, because it's no, like just... you can only see like one and a half of his eyes the entire movie. It's like, dude, just fucking cut that hair. Yeah. Pin it back. Do something. It's not a good look. Maybe it was in the 90s. I don't know. Uh, then I just wrote down in all caps, thrust it, thrust it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was no. good. Which he's trying the, to the do. Gay, the gay guy who does the choreography is hilarious. <laughs> the gay redhead guy is funny as shit. He is really good. Uh, you're, you're off on step six, seven, and eight or whatever. Thrust it. Thrust, thrust it. it. <laughs> you want the ice bucket now? <laughs> when she's trying to get her nipples up. I thought that was good. Um then I said, now she's starting the first night. So she went and got the audition, and then she just gets to be in the show the first night. She knows all the choreography. I, it, it, yeah. It's insane. It makes no sense. Again, nothing is earned in this fucking movie. Um, then I wrote down, Julie, you fucking slut. And that comes in right after the monkeys are all in the locker room. So the monkeys are running wild. And then all of a sudden, it's just, Julie, you fucking slut. And uh, that's the, the argument between yes. the two dancers. Those, up- those two have arguably the most contentious relationship of any two characters in the film. And yeah. that's saying a lot with Nomi. And I, I go, I can't follow this fucking movie. And I still have an hour and a half at this point. So, oh, God. But those two characters ended up, as the movie go on, uh, ended up being some of my favorite parts. Like, uh, the only parts I laughed. Anytime they were yelling at each other were cracking me up. Like, later on when Julie... Uh, has her kids there, and Molly's the other one. I she's think, telling her, like she's yelling at a child to shut the fuck up. Will someone get these fucking kids out of here? She said the f word. Shut the fuck up, and then the little girl just starts bawling her eyes out. I was dying laughing at in that. Her I'm defense, a shitty person, but I was dying laughing. At in that. her defense, kids should not have been in that room. No, not at all. What do you think this is? Strip tease? Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for Rumor Wills to show up and be like, "This is not right." <laughs> you looked good dancing, though, mommy. Uh, anyway, how is this only halfway through? Uh, then I have, what am I doing here? I'm doing some of the finest cocaine in the world, hun. You want some? It's great for the muscles. So, Gina Gershon. I, another weird story plot, or another weird plot point that it just doesn't make sense is she is refusing to do cocaine the entire film, but then one time she's at Kyle MacLachlan's house and she just kind of puts her pinky in and does it. And it's just like, okay, she's going to go downhill and get addicted to drugs. No. Yeah, I, I took that to be like, oh, now she's starting to go off the deep end. She's rising. So, she, just, yeah. she just did drugs one time. Nope. She's just going to go back and talk and it, to Molly and start eating a bag of chips. It was just so casual. She's just like, no, I got to go. She dips her pinky in this bowl of <laughs> cocaine, snorts it, and then gets home. And Molly's like, are you high? And she's like, a little. Yeah. What are you, my mom? No, like Molly's like, that's cool. Whatever. Just <laughs> yeah. don't get caught up in this. Yeah. Here, eat some chips. Um my next note was, I believe that Nomi did love to eat dog food for real. <laughs> what the fuck was that interaction? That entire lunch scene was ludicrous. It was oh insanity. What they were talking about made no fucking sense. She's like, yeah, I used to eat dog food. And Jake Sean's like, I like dog food, too. What brand of dog food? And I like, what are you talking? Are you guys serious? What are you talking about? And they both admitted, like, yeah, when I was younger, I like to eat dog food. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they they got the champagne, and she's like, oh, you like champagne? This ain't champagne. It's holy water. But the lipstick on the top of their champagne glasses by the end of that scene is so fucking ridiculous. Because uh, if that's how much makeup they wear. I know. I'm just, it, it was so fucking gross like coming from someone that worked in the service industry for many years i used to get so fucking mad when i'd get bar glasses back they were just like they're hard to clean yeah it's yeah. a bitch to get that lip lipstick off and so that was a trigger for me seeing those uh those champagne glasses i, I like, have oh to admit i did God, not notice bitches. it so oh, i noticed shit like that yeah you, you also noticed in like a uh, cocktail when they didn't have like the organized bar yeah well I, I worked in the bar industry for a long time shit like that you know little things 
Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm going to skip some of this stuff. I, I did write down, fuck you, you want a knuckle sandwich? And the guy's like, can I have mine anally? Yeah, because that was the only straight guy in the chorus, or not the chorus line, the whatever it is, the yeah, dance line. Yeah, the dance line. Yeah. But he's going to be a badass by threatening someone with a knuckle sandwich. Well, so I was already writing that down, and well, then this response. What was funny about that entire like little interaction between the three, he just sexually harassed Nomi. And, you know, he thought that was cool. Then he got sexually harassed by the gay guys. He's like, hey, man, that's not cool. It's like, dude, you just did it. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, you, you can't dish it out and not be able to take it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with me, too. Um, I wrote, seriously, the funniest part of this movie are the two random dancers that are rivals and always tell each other to fuck off. And then at as I was writing that, that's when the one chick threw the beads down or whatever. And I go, whoa, shit, this just got real. I didn't see that coming. So then she busts her fucking kneecap. They all just keep dancing around. I didn't know if that was in the middle of a show. It, it took was. it to be in the middle of a show. So you, you, and that's, that's standard. What you do is you, you definitely, if in the, like a theater aspect, you keep going until there's a scene change, and then you address it then. So, yeah, she... But they didn't take her off the stage or anything like that. They just let her... Yeah. Keep lying there. I know you got you keep while doing everyone's routine. leaving and shit. Yeah, you, well, uh, while no. they're vacating because the next thing is after the they, theater's empty and she's just still laying there on stage. They don't want to move her because they don't know what her injuries are. All right, I guess so. I I just I no, I, I agree with you. I would have moved her off the fuck. I would have gotten someone out there to drag her ass off the stage and yeah. then had someone address her medical issues. Yeah, but like you were saying, that uh, that ended up being. Um, how Nomi gets the idea to push Gina Gershon down the stairs, I guess. It is, yeah. It sets that up, that hole, yeah. Um, and then shortly after that, that's when Al, Robert Davi, and uh, Henry, the chick with the boobs and the dress, come to visit her. Henrietta is her name. Henrietta, yeah. yeah. They come to visit her at the uh, show, and they're like, oh, man, you really made it. Just don't forget where you're from and all this stuff. It's just like, that shit's not earned either. No. And that's where the line, must be weird not having anybody come on you. Yeah, he goes to visit her once she has success. She's like, God, it's got to be weird that no one's coming on you anymore. And it's like, no, it's actually pretty great, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, and then he delivers that line and then just walks away. Don't see him again in the movie after that. Nope. And Henrietta. Uh, see you later. Henrietta's great. I like her character in this film. She's like the perfect mix if... Um, She's like a female uh, Rodney Dangerfield mixed with Don Rickles that just roasts people at a strip club. Yeah. And she has the, that little dress that flops down. And you see those boobs. <laughs> yeah. You see them cannons. Um, yeah. So that that wasn't earned either. I kind of forgot about them. I, I thought she was going to end up having to be back at the Cheetah later on. She was going to fall on hard times. Nope. But she, nope. Once she left the Cheetah, she just, no, it did. Man. Nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened in this movie. Nothing. Have, yeah. Um. Then I said the fucking neon trees by the pool at Kyle McLaughlin's place. That looked terrible. That, that looked nice so touch. cheesy. It was a nice touch. But then that pool sex scene is just ridiculous. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about it with um the the guys from uh, It Can't Be That Bad. But and it starts off kind of hot. It starts off like, all right, this is so oh, nice. And then she just starts fucking. Yeah, she just starts flailing, and it's just like, dude, I'm pretty sure that guy. If the, if he was actually having sex with her. I think it would hurt. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. Break his dick off. Um, and it, also, like, she goes underwater to blow him. Like, I don't think that would feel like anything. Yeah, we, and she'd inhale a lot of water. I feel like. Yeah, I just it's not a snorkel down there. No, <laughs> I don't know them. Um, I said if I was at a dance or like a strip club and I saw some art hands, art house dancing bullshit going on the stage, I'd boo too. I, I would be. Yeah, I. And it wasn't a good dance either. It's like, what the fuck is this? 
like that's not the venue to go and no, do your not the correct venue. Yeah. Go, go to a go to an you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's a correct venue for his dance. Like the dance was stupid. Man, they booed me off stage. I got the bitch knocked up anyway. What's up? Yeah, his story's sad. I'm gonna work at a grocery store. Um, her, da- her, her, um, her mom owns a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's dude. Nice, yeah, I'm, I'm thoroughly depressed after hearing about your life update. Yeah, um, and then I said, "Damn, she just went for it and shoved that bitch down the stairs." Yeah. And so yeah, she just saw her opportunity and took it. I guess she's a a woman of a- action. Well, and that's and that's what Gina Kershaw said she did too. It's like that's how I got my break. No hard feelings. It's just <laughs> sometimes you, you you get to a level of stardom and at a certain age and someone not knocks you. It's like it's like uh, the head mafia dance. At some at some point, someone's gonna kill you and take your spot. Yeah, yeah. You gotta know it's that some younger dancer is gonna push you down the stairs one of these days too. Literally and metaphorically. Yeah. Um. Then uh, just finishing up here. So then they end up seeing Andrew Carver, who Molly's obsessed with or whatever. He's uh. The Fabio-looking guy. Yeah, white Jason Momoa. Yeah. And uh, so Nomi uses her newfound fame to go up and introduce himself. And she's like, hey, Andrew, I, I'm a fan of yours. I like your songs. And he's like, I like your ass. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, it, yeah. It, so I thought he was just going to be a funny kind of uh, scummy character in that way. But then he turns into a real piece of shit. And starts gang raping uh, Molly with his buddies. Yeah, you think like, oh, he's just, you know, he's famous kind of like he's very... Um, misogynistic towards women i get that but then his character takes an an evil turn and just starts beating the shit out of nomi or not nomi sorry molly and then having him and his bodyguards gang raper yeah like what the fuck that that scene i was like i that that one was tough to watch that was and then she comes limping out of the room and everyone sees her like there's no one that's gonna report this shit yeah at the part yeah that's fucking weird movie man it is weird the last note i have uh well the last couple is uh she was a whore. That makes sense. Yeah. And she'd only charge 50, sometimes 100 bucks to get fucked. That seems like a deal. I felt like that payoff wasn't good enough. Like, they were building, all. building up her past so much. Like, oh, what'd she do? I felt like she killed someone or something. Yeah. Like, she's like, too. oh, she was a hooker and she did drugs. That adds up. Yeah. That sounds about right. I, 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 yeah. That, not surprising at all whatsoever. Yeah. Given. But it still doesn't justify the way that this <laughs> that she acted during the entire movie. The actress. That, yeah. Uh, what's the actress's name? Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, she doesn't justify her performance. No, her performance is bad. Yeah. It's just bad. Um, then I finally wrote down, isn't the champagne crystal? Not crystal, but whatever. It is crystal. At least that's how I've known. That's how it's been pronounced That's to how me. rappers have told me to say it. Exactly. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then it comes full circle with that douchey actor in the blue truck. And uh, that's, that's he just, was still just as bad in the end of the movie as he was in the beginning. Again, that a pointless recall. Like she could have just a total recall. Uh, this, uh. This, we do know this director enjoyed recalls. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, pointless, pointless movie, waste of time. A lot of boobs. A lot that's of boobs. my summary. A lot yeah. of boobs. Too long, didn't read. Yeah, exactly. TLDR. Um, yeah, so I have. I went over a lot of mine with you because I knew, as I normally do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think to one, two words to describe this film, gratuitously sexual. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, there was a couple of things that uh, we didn't go over. It deserved its NC-17. Oh, uh, yeah, it did. Now I know what one of those movies are. So one of the lines, like, so it was weird how they kind of gave the owner of the cheetah kind of a redemption where he was like happy for her. He was like, yeah, I'm glad you're doing good, kid. I'm glad that must be worth not coming on you. I never got that blowjob, though. 
Well, no, but he's he he has a line that's so fucking disgusting and nasty, which is like, yeah, but I have it written down. Hold on here. First, I get you used to the money, then I make you swallow. Yeah, and you're like what yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah, he was a, he was a scummy guy, but I still feel like the guy that uh, owned oh, whatever it was in the the Eager Beaver and strip tees. Yeah, like that he that guy did a better job than Robert Davi at being a strip club owner. He wasn't so. I mean. I think Robert Davi had a more accurate portrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then there's a scene where she's dancing at the cheetah and she literally tongues licks the fuck out of the pole. I'm like, dude, why would you ever do that? Do you know how much nasty vag is on that pole? I don't care if you've cleaned it. Don't lick the pole. Are you talking about clean the vag or clean the pole? <laughs> I, 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 you said I don't care if you cleaned it. Oh, yeah. Well, the but yes. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, that's pretty gross, though. But she, yeah, she knows. She knows where all those snatches have been. And another another kind of uh, theme line from the film that James says, he's like, man, you just dressing it up. You fucking him without fucking him. And it's like, yeah. 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 Because he's like, uh, at the Cheetah, people coming to see titties. And at this place, yeah, they're the, just coming to see titties, yeah, too. <laughs> they're not putting lipstick on a pig. They're yeah. showing you what it is. Yeah. All, all people care. They don't give a shit about your dancing. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, Nomi has massive impulse control problems. We went over that. Um, yeah, no, I got problems with pussy. Did that. It is the best apology ever, though. Like, I got problems with pussy. Like, a girl was like, hey, you you fucked some other broad. Like, I'm sorry. I got problems with pussy. <laughs> like, it's just so ridiculous yet so honest where I'm just like, I need. I can't fault the man for that. I can't argue with that. It's like, okay, yeah, I you got problems with pussy. I, I get it. I feel you, brother. Did we talk about cocaine and the muscles? We did, didn't we? Yeah, Jimmy yeah, Gershon yeah. saying that. It's good for the muscles. It's good for the muscles. They both ate dog food entirely. Yeah, yeah. She was doing a lot of coke during this movie. Old Gina Gershon. I bet she was offset, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, offset, rapper. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why she has so much disdain for Crystal. She's done nothing but... I mean, she did a couple of things towards the end that weren't great. Like, she got her, you know, kicked off from being her understudy. But she really helped her a lot. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I, I guess she just starts hating her right from the start when she sees that Crystal's like the star of the show or whatever. Well, but she she judges her for working at Cheetah. That's true. And then she wants the dance to try to kind of humiliate her or whatever. But I don't know. That whole dance scene was fucking weird, too. Kyle McLaughlin getting off in the in the club. And another thing I had, I don't understand why Molly cares so much if she did push Crystal. Like, she's like, you pushed her, didn't you? It's like, wait, why the fuck do you care? Yeah, you're my homie. Yeah, exactly. Who side are you on here? Right. Now you can you can do my makeup instead of this bitch. Well, it's because Molly's actually a good person. Right. Yeah. It, but yeah they, they really drove that home. Um, check out White Jason Momo. We did that. Um, yeah. Basically, I ended my notes by saying... The toxic masculinity in this movie is unreal, and it's—I it's, wrote "gross" in big letters. That just this movie—I felt gross after watching this movie. This is gross, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm good with like boobs and nudity, and I'm good with this. This all—all all in all, this movie was gross. I didn't like it. I'd—I'd I'd say it was a bad movie. I'd yeah. say you're—you're you're being a little PC principal with your toxic masculinity. Over oh, there. sorry. Hey, man, it's just a bad movie. Gender's not real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Don't you tell me what I have. Do you know what time it is? It's time for Tipsy Trivia. Tipsy, tipsy. All right, so I'll go over the rules real quick. Second, pour. Uh, so 
we have five trivia based questions from this film if you get three of the five right you don't have to shotgun and i do and if you get less than uh three right uh you do and i don't but inevitably we'll both end up shotgunning same goes for you at home covid listeners you have no excuse not to shotgun unless you're driving then don't shotgun but you shouldn't be driving no you shouldn't uh true or false number one true or false paul verhoven who was the director of this film was the first director to accept the razzie award for worst director in person at the razzies <laughs> This movie, this movie true. swept the Razzies. True. Yes, it is true. True. He, right. he, he I, kind of a, a good, a good. He, I liked how he just took his lumps. He's like, yeah, uh, this movie sucked. I'm sorry. Here's my Razzie. Fuck off. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, number two. I showed you a lot of boobs. Yeah, a lot of tits. Yeah. Uh, Sex sells, baby. Which of these major actresses did not audition for the part of Nomi? <laughs> Was it so? Who didn't audition for the part? Was it A. Pam Anderson, B. Denise Richards, C. Charlize Theron? Or D, Jennifer Aniston? Interesting. Yeah? Who didn't do Who it? did not? Oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore did. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so three of them did. Uh, can you say them again? Pam Anderson, Denise Richards, Charlize Theron, or Jennifer Aniston? I'm going to say Charlize. I would have too, but no, she didn't. It was Jennifer Aniston. Damn it. Well, I, th- I would have thought Charlize was too young at the time. God, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. No, she, audi- she auditioned yeah. for it. She turned down, she uh, and, uh, eventually decided not to because of the amount of nudity required. Yeah, well, I figured Jennifer Aniston, she's just too goody, goody, but I guess whatever. Well, so she was Saved by the Bell it. Girl. She was yeah. trying to shed that goody, goody image. Yeah. And she did so. 95 Freds was, Friends was going by this time. Oh, 100%. It? Yeah, yeah, it was, I think, like season two. Okay. God, that would have been interesting if... <laughs> Her career would have gone down the toilet, just like Elizabeth Berkley's did. Well, she would have brought some class to it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. All right, over under $125,000, how much was Elizabeth Berkley paid for this movie? Over under? one hundred and twenty five k. Over. Under. She was paid $100,000 for this film. Damn, man. I just, she was exploited, man. Yeah, she was. I mean, for the amount of nude work she did and... The, uh, I, dude, she didn't even make a million dollars. She made a hundred. She made one tenth of that. Well, she's got six million now or seven million. Yeah, she, yeah, Good yeah for her. she did okay. Uh, over under 21, how old was Elizabeth Berkeley during the filming of this movie? God damn it. Over. She was 20. Fuck. She was 20 years old when she shot this. She was paid $100,000 to do softcore porn. I, this, was, this is awful. Yeah, this, yeah. this is really bad. Uh, so you are at one correct yeah, I'm and three wrong. Okay, true, just, you know, for fun, true or false. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin walked out of the movie premiere uh, during, sorry, he walked out of the movie premiere. True. False. He said, it's quoted by saying, I suffered through the full two hours. God damn it. So as well as you did last week, you did just as horribly this week. I didn't. I thought you'd do better. Uh, it's it's when to use Calvin Logic and when to not use Calvin Logic. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I, I chose not to use it mostly for this one. Really? It fucked me. So Calvin's logic is okay. Yeah, because I was thinking 125. Calvin would say under for sure because it's such a weird thing to say. It's got to be under. <laughs> that doesn't. But I, Calvin's I logic with, doesn't make sense. I, I want you to know that. I went with over. And then uh, the 21 year old one, I was thinking I, it's got to be under, but I went over. Yeah, Calvin would have. Calvin would have gone. Why would he say that? Why would he say that? If not, yeah. No matter what I say, he says, why would he say that number? <laughs> yeah. It's like, because uh, it's just a random number. 
Okay, oh, and moving on. That's not the right. <laughs> Try that again. Oh, wait, I got a shotgun, though. People are going to get pissed. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, good point. Because I, hey, for the record, though, I, I won last week, so I didn't have to shotgun. Yeah, I fucked up last week by not shotgunning. Uh, I got to get my dog off the lap. Two chaves? Dos. Dos cervezas, par favor. Yo necesitas uno más quitos. Quitos? I don't know how to say keys. Yaves. Yaves? Yaves. L L A V E S. Yaves. Keys. I thought that was bathroom. Baño. What's L L A V A? Yava? Yeah. It's just lava and it's wash. Okay. Lavar is to wash. That's the. Okay, okay. I've been seeing these things on. Welcome to Real Bus Spanish Lessons. (laughs) (laughs) To wash. La telefona. If you want to learn how to conjugate the verb lavar to wash, please tune in next week. <laughs> All right. Uh, three. La mantra. La oh, mantra. oh, fuck. I fucked this up. Three, two, one. Did that beat you? No. Uh. <laughs> that was a gross one. Yeah, Mike and Jason, bro, please. Fuck Jason. Who's, who's, who's Mike? <laughs> that joke never gets old. That's good. You think like, ah, it's getting older. No, it's good. It's still good. When you think about it, uh, our our beverages during this podcast lead to a lot of uh, burps. <laughs> yes, they do. It's, yeah. And we might as well be drinking club soda. <laughs> I mean, anything carbonated. Yeah. It's like club soda. <laughs> I was told when I was a kid, one of my buddies told me that club soda was like burping juice. Like if you drank club soda, you'd burp for sure. So it's just I carbonated like, water. I downed a bunch of club soda and I didn't start burping. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? I could go into more detail if you want. Please don't. <laughs> All right. And moving on. God, this is a hard one. I know. Actually, it was easy for me. I, just, I was called. I picked Molly because she's the only motherfucker I didn't hate by the end of the movie. Yeah, I, I I did make a joke that I didn't read during my notes. Nothing in this movie is earned, not even an erection. Because <laughs> the boobs, like they get old and stuff. Yeah, know? no, I I agree with that. Sadly, I I it's too sad for the movie. Too sad for me to laugh. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Um, I guess I'm gonna go with James. I don't know. Yeah, James is. I mean, that would be my second choice. Like he's not that. I mean. I guess he's a piece of shit, but no, he is. Yeah, you know, he's less of a piece of shit than anyone else other than Molly in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to hang out with Nomi. I wouldn't want to hang out with Kyle McLaughlin. No, psycho douche. Don't want to hang out with Robert Davi. Yeah, I gotta say James. Yeah, no, I mean that's it's like lack of options. Yeah, I get it. I think I'd have a fun time with James. He seems like he'd be a good like a fun time to hang out with. Yeah, I could I could hang with James. James you know, isn't bad. Dude on dude. Type friendship. Yeah, if I was a woman, I, I would like James less probably. But yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I hang out. There you go. Rotten Tomatoes over under. Uh, I will set the audience at a thirty eight percent. Under thirty seven percent. Ooh. I will set the critics at a twenty three percent. I. It's got to be under. <laughs> Not much. The, the, the critics gave us a twenty two percent. They gave uh, nothing but trouble, like an eight. Really? Yeah, I don't understand that. It's there's there was more entertainment value t- t- times a hundred in Nothing But Trouble than there was in this movie. Yeah, one had Chevy Chase. Exactly. Yeah, right. On that alone, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase alone should have a better rating than this 
bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we put these movies against each other if we did like a bracket of worst movies of all time. These might be in the final four. It's the final. It might not be the national championship, but yeah. it's definitely the final four. Yeah. It's the, the East region of the final four. Uh, INDB was? Oh, shit. Uh, it was five something. It was like five, three? 4.8. 4.8. Fuck. Yeah. See, now I'm starting to try not to pay as much attention to that. But I'm actually surprised this only came out in a minute or a minute, an hour 15 by the time we're done. Like that's not, I thought it was going to go way longer. Yeah, well. And, and I'll cut out a few minutes, too, so it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. Well, thanks for listening again. This is the end of our episode. Uh, please stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you next week. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Oh, thank you.